politics, power, and the people. From Washington, D.C., this is The Week on the Hill. It is my honor to utter the four most powerful words ever spoken in a democracy. The people have spoken. Registering as an independent and showing up to work with the title of independent is a reflection of who I've always been. And it's a reflection of who Arizona is. Democrats add to their slim Senate majority with the victory of Senator Raphael Warnock in Georgia, then lose a Democrat without an election, as Arizona Senator Kirsten Sinema announces she's becoming an independent. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and while Democrats retain a 51-49 margin in the U.S. Senate, Friday's announcement from Sinema wasn't exactly the way they wanted to cap what had been a good political week for the party. They say all good things come to those who wait. And this outcome is absolutely worth the wait. After one year, 10 months, and 17 days of the longest 50-50 Senate in history, 51, a slim majority. That is great. A giddy Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer speaking the morning after Senator Warnock had won his fourth election in two years in a runoff against Republican Herschel Walker. But just a day later, Schumer was privately meeting with Senator Sinema, who informed him of her decision to become an independent. Schumer later issued a statement saying that Sinema would be able to keep her committee assignments, and the Arizona senator sought to downplay the impact of her decision on the overall balance of power in the Senate in an interview with CNN. That's kind of a D.C. thing to worry about. What I'm really focused on is just making sure that I'm doing what I think comports with my values and the values of Arizonans. So when I come to work each day, it'll be the same. I'm going to still come to work and hopefully serve on uh, the same committees I've been serving on and continue to work well with my colleagues of both political parties. Cinema says she doesn't want to be in a box with either party and says she's becoming an independent because partisan politics has made it harder to get things done. But there's also a political calculation if Cinema decides to run for re-election in 2024. If she ran as a Democrat, she'd likely face a candidate to her left in a primary, and she clearly doesn't want to be pulled in that direction. Running as an independent, she'd potentially be able to pull from members of both parties, including the more moderate side of the GOP. Her Senate Democratic colleagues say they're not all that surprised by Cinema's decision, but others don't like it. Arizona Democratic Congressman Ruben Gallego, a potential rival for the Senate seat, issued a statement on Friday saying Senator Cinema is once again putting her own interests ahead of getting things done for Arizonans. As for getting things done in the Senate, her party switch isn't likely to have a huge impact. Cinema votes with Democrats most of the time, and there are already two other independents in the Senate, Vermont's Bernie Sanders and Maine's Angus King. While Democrats now have a two-vote margin, it could give a bit of a political boost to West Virginia. Virginia Democratic Senator Joe Manchin, who isn't shy about using his leverage on issues important to him when votes are tight. In the House, a future vote that still looks very tight is next month's vote for House Speaker. The House's top Republican, Kevin McCarthy, is still scrambling to get the 218 votes he'll need to avoid the first floor fight in nearly 100 years. He can only afford to lose four votes, and five GOP lawmakers, including Virginia Congressman Bob Good, have said they won't support him. When you think about those who are supporting Kevin McCarthy and those who are not. Everyone supporting Kevin McCarthy for leadership is doing so either out of fear of retaliation if they get out of line or because of their own selfish interest in what they stand to gain from his speakership. On the other hand, or in contrast, 
everyone publicly opposing Kevin McCarthy for speaker is doing so at the risk or the expense of their own selfish interests because they're trying to do what's right for the country. Good spoke on the John Fredericks show. The Virginia lawmaker has said he thinks close to a dozen Republicans might not support McCarthy as speaker. For his part, McCarthy says he's continuing to speak with Republican lawmakers and has been warning that if the party doesn't coalesce around him, they won't be able to address any of their goals in the new Congress. The House Speaker in the current Congress, Nancy Pelosi, meanwhile, only has a few weeks left in that position. She announced the vote that gave final approval to the landmark legislation protecting same-sex and interracial marriage. On this vote, the yeas are 258, the nays are 169, present one. The motion is adopted. The legislation is one of the last bills Pelosi has signed as House Speaker, as Democrats prepare for a new leadership team. Congress this week also honored the U.S. Capitol Police and D.C. Metropolitan Police with Congressional Gold Medals, the highest honor Congress can bestow. A ceremony was held in the Capitol Rotunda for the officers who defended the Capitol on January 6th during the rioting that sought to interfere with Congress certifying the 2020 presidential election results. While there have been various attempts to minimize what happened that day, at least 140 officers were injured during the attack. And D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti says it remains very real to the officers who sought to protect lawmakers and the Capitol. Many of us still carry the physical, mental, and emotional scars after that mob of thousands launched a violent assault in an attempt to halt the counting of electoral ballots. The sound of metal poles and other objects striking the bodies, helmets, and shields may still ring loudly. The air still thick with bear spray and other chemicals making it difficult for our officers to see and breathe. The calls for your fellow officer to be harmed just as loud as the day that this occurred. But there is hope because through adversity comes growth. Perspective, the kind that really matters, comes through risk and courage. And you delivered. The Congressional Gold Medals will be displayed at Capitol Police and Metropolitan Police Headquarters, but also here at the Capitol and the Smithsonian, so the public can see them and be reminded of the officer's bravery. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and this is The Week on the Hill. 